I'm your host, Nick Ginsberg, and you're listening to The Open Drive, a podcast focusing on authentic living and defining your own path against the odds. Hi there, welcome back to the Open Drive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and a very, very belated Happy New Year to you and to your family and your friends. I hope you are enjoying 2021 so far. I know it is a very late um, uh, Happy New Year wishes, but better late than never, right? I wanted to also just very quickly apologize for the delay in getting these episodes out to you. There has been a lot happening and I actually want to take this first episode of 2021 to cover off on what has been happening. I'm going to go into detail uh, as much as I can tell you at the moment, so stick around for that. Now, I just wanted to remind everyone that if you are new to the podcast, it is best that you head all the way back to episode one and start there. Uh, otherwise, you can still listen on, uh, but you just may there just may be some holes uh, that that uh, the past episodes will fill in for you. And just a reminder for everyone listening that this podcast covers off on my childhood and my life. Really, it's now uh, growing more than that, but it does cover some heavy topics. So we will be discussing addiction, mental health, uh, we'll be discussing childhood trauma. Uh, overcoming that. So there's some heavy topics. Um, so if if that is something that you struggle with, um, I'm just giving you a little bit of a warning as to what may be in the episode. And finally, if you are listening, please make sure you come and follow me on Instagram and pop me a DM when you do. My Instagram handle is very easy. It's just at Nick Ginsburg. Nice and easy. So come and follow me there. That's where I'm going to be sharing all of my podcast news. Uh, I'm morphing to one account. So if you've listened to previous episodes, you know that there was the Open Drive Instagram account, which is still there. Uh, but all of the news and all of the updates will be posted on my main account. So make sure you come follow me there. So in this episode, we are going to talk about what has been happening so far. Now, this is going to be a big jump between my last episode of 2020 and in terms of age, we were in sort of my early 20s. So uh, I'm 35. So we are, we are skipping a long time, but don't worry. In the episodes coming up, I'm going to take us back and I'm going to keep going through my life story. I just think it's really important to share what is happening at the moment. Okay, so at the end of 2020, I... Uh, received news that Louise, my other parents and my other mum, had a lump on her, uh, just near her collarbone actually, just up near her neck, uh, and that she was going to get it checked, finally. She'd seen it there for a little bit, um, I think it was maybe a month or two, and she decided to go get it checked. And then a series of doctor's appointments followed and it was constant and uh, she, just based on her sort of situation and her mental illness she often uh, will think the absolute worst of a situation so um, she automatically thought that it was um, 
Worst case scenario, you know when you go onto Google and you type in your symptoms and it comes up with death no matter what it is? I think that's what her brain tends to do. Um, not to make light of it, but I think that's actually what happens in her head. And so anyways, she's been going for tests and then uh, about mid-Jan, mid to late January, her GP confirmed that she had stage two breast cancer in her left breast. And when we heard the news, obviously nobody wants to hear the news that they've got cancer, but stage two is uh, very, very treatable. So I thought, fantastic. I was worried that it might be something worse, but stage two breast cancer, we can definitely throw everything we've got at it and it should be okay. We then found out that it had gone to a right lymph node. And now I know a little bit about cancer because mum had it when I was a kid. If you've listened to the previous episodes, you would know. Mum um, uh, had it as a kid and she, uh, when I was a kid, sorry. And she had left breast, left lymph node. So that's the, the what normally happens, right? It follows that line of the body. And so I did think it was very odd that Louise had left breast, right lymph node. I just thought that was a bit strange and it sort of made me think that it's probably spread elsewhere. Since then, she obviously got referred to an oncologist and she's been to a, a few appointments of, of them and they sent them for uh, sent her for, for many more tests. And um, she ended up finding out, so they sent her for uh, a bone marrow biopsy, which sounds terrifying. I mean, I, I don't know what's involved other than that they get a biopsy of your bone marrow, which does not sound like a fun procedure at all. But yeah, so she went for that. She's had a bone scan. She had PET scan. You name it, she's been scanned. Uh, it's They've put her through every machine that they can possibly think of. And bits and pieces of information have been coming out over the last, I would say, four to six weeks. So first it was confirmed that there's cancerous cells in the bone marrow, which obviously is very hard to hear because that's an incurable form of cancer. And so we knew, okay, well, this is a much bigger battle than what we thought it was. And then bits and pieces have kind of come out and out. And then most recently, which was last Thursday, so I'm recording this on the 14th of March, and uh, Thursday just gone, we found out um, that her cancer has gone into the bones in her torso. So essentially everywhere except for her head, arms, legs. Uh, so that's in terms of the bone cancer. So it's in her ribs, her back, her hip, her pelvic, um, and I think up at her collarbone. I'm not too sure on the collarbones, but that whole area um, has got cancer in the bones and she's been having quite full on uh, rib pain. So we knew that it was definitely probably in the ribs, but to get that confirmed obviously isn't uh, ideal that the, it's that far. Uh, the good news is that it hasn't at this stage gone into any other organs. Um, there is a slight scare that it could possibly be in her bowel. Um, and they've done a bunch of tests on Thursday just gone as well. So we'll find that out in a couple of weeks. Um, so, and they also said to her that all going well and everything stays relatively calm and the medication does what it needs to do. So they're not operating. That's the other thing I should let you know. Um, so also during this course, um, they let us know 
it spread a bit too far. They're not going to operate. They're also not going to do traditional chemotherapy. So she's on an estrogen suppressant, which will slow down the cancer from um, traveling from the, the main side of the breast cancer. And she's on another drug that is a form of chemotherapy I believe now remember I'm not a doctor so <laughs> this is just my understanding but it targets the uh, the bone cancer solely so uh, trying to slow that down now obviously this news is hectic um, I it, ha it has it has meant that I am trying so hard to stay in the present. Um, I'm very lucky that I've got Dave, my psych. I've had some great sessions with him around this and what it means and, and my reaction. And one of the things that I wanted to share with you in this, which I wanted to share now while it is happening as opposed to when we get to this part of my life story which could be in however many episodes from now um, I thought this was important to share um, I, so when I first found out that it had gone to her bones and that she would have, she would have cancer until she passes away and that cancer is likely what will kill her um, I didn't cry and I I said to Dave well what happens if I don't cry? Does that mean uh, I'm a psychopath? Am I, have I lost all empathy? Like what, I don't understand. Like why am I not um, super sad? And he pointed something out to me, which I think is so important. And that is the standard that the world has on how people should react to a certain situation that doesn't mean you have to act like that. You have to react to that in that certain way. Everybody's relationship is different. So my relationship with Louise is incredibly complicated. Really, really, really complicated. And so there is a part deep down that knows that that whilst this is devastating and I would never want her to pass away, there is a part of me that goes, well, there's that tiny bit of relief because she will be at peace. Now that is really hard to come to grips with. Really, really, really hard. And so while I was worrying about how I quote unquote should react, Dave had to remind me that I can react however I need to react. I don't have to react in a certain way to tick a box. And I think that's really important to share with you all as well, that no matter what is happening, whatever your reaction is, as long as it's natural and authentic, is correct. You shouldn't feel pressured to react any differently to how you would naturally react. So I think that's, uh, I thought that was really important to share. So hopefully you take something away from that. Um, but this whole thing with Louise, I mean, and I want to touch on this in the episodes coming up, but when, when mum got sick, 
which was a long time, about six years ago, seven years ago, something like that. It forced me to look at our relationship, look at our past, look at how I felt about that. And so I dealt with it then. I never did that with Louise. So I'd been carrying a lot of anger towards her really uh, right up until very, 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 very recently. Whereas mum, I'd already kind of let that go and we'd worked it, worked through it and all of that. Um, Louise, I hadn't. And Dave in one of the sessions said to me, because him and I have been working on how I can interact with Louise better and uh, lead more with compassion. So understanding that she's doing the best that she possibly can most of the time, but that best isn't always enough, right? So I've been doing that and it's been working. And then in a session with Dave recently, he said, have you thought about forgiveness? Have you thought about forgiving Louise? And I've got to say, it made me quite annoyed. And I said that to him in the session that it, 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 I didn't want her to be let off the hook for everything that had happened when I was a kid. And he helped me really see, and it took a couple of days after the session for me to realize that, that the forgiveness is not about saying to her, I forgive you. Everything is okay. What you did was fine. It's, it's okay. It's saying, I forgiven you for what's happened, but it doesn't make it right. And the forgiveness should affect me, not her. So yes, there will be an added bonus of her feeling probably happier that I've let go of, uh, let go of some things, but the forgiveness is to help me and it's to help me get rid of some of the anger that I have towards her. And I, I really sat with that and I was so frustrated that, cause I, I, the last thing I want, like I said, is for her to be off the hook. I just thought, well, that's not okay. But then, and this is very hard to explain very naturally during one of our phone calls, she was being quite vulnerable with me, which she, she can be, but a lot of the times it's quite calculated and this wasn't that. And I said to her, Louise, I, I forgive you. I forgive you for everything that's happened. Um, you put me through a lot. It's not okay. Uh, it wasn't okay then. And it's not really okay now, but I forgive you. And I've, I've let it go. And she, she let out this sigh like she'd been waiting for it. And so, and I instantly felt better. And it was before uh, I traveled up to see her, which was just recently. And it's changed the dynamic and it's not her that's changed. It's me. I don't have that same uh, feeling of, yeah, I'm just, I'm no longer uh, annoyed. Like I don't have this constant level of annoyance with her. And I'm sure that it's part of it is knowing that she won't be here for forever. But I think a big part of it was the forgiveness and letting, letting go of what had happened. 
not saying it's okay, just letting it go. And so last weekend (laughs) I flew up to Brisbane for four days. Finally, Uh, it's my first time up there since COVID hit to see my mom, to see Louise, to see my family, my cousins. And it was honestly so incredible just to see everyone. Louise and I had a really lovely lunch together. And to be honest, I don't think that Louise and I have had something like that ever. Maybe not since I was a really young kid. So that was super, super, super lovely. I really, really, really enjoyed that. Um, I got to spend time with mum. Unfortunately, uh, her dementia has gotten slightly worse. Um, but it was it was nice. It was nice to see her. It was nice to hug her. It was nice to give Louise a hug. And then I, I got to see one of my best friends, Kelly, who is just incredible. And we had a dinner, the two of us, which we haven't had in probably 12 years, just the two of us. We talked for hours, hours. We talked about being authentic. We talked about growing up. We talked about kids. We talked about everything. And it's one of those moments that instantly I felt refreshed, like I was good to go. And then I got to see my aunt, my uncle and my cousins. It's very hard to explain, but they feel like a second set of parents to me. And so my cousins, particularly, I've got two female cousins. Uh, The two of them just they feel like siblings as opposed to cousins for me and and being able to see them and laugh with them and joke and and hug and talk through what's happening with Louise and uh, it was so 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 good so good it's exactly what I needed um and that is where I'm I'm at at the minute so I wanted to share this with you because I have taken the last six to eight weeks when I should have been recording, to really slow down, to focus on my own mental well-being, to focus on Louise and what's happening there. And I'm really glad I did. But I'm also really glad that I am back in front of the microphone. I love recording these. If you follow me on Instagram, I just shared... Uh, Instagram story of my setup. I am in my walk-in closet. Uh, I should say our walk-in closet. Ricky's clothes are in here somewhere. Um, And I have my microphone in my underwear drawer with my laptop because it's a perfect height. And I'm sitting on a chair recording. This is a safe space for me. It is a really good space to be able to record these and I really enjoy doing it. So I'm thrilled to be back at it. Really thrilled to be back at it. So thank you so much for listening. That was a big update. It was a heavy update. Um, I do need you to know the message I want to say. I am okay. Um, Thank you for those that have already heard that may be listening. Thank you for reaching out and checking on how I'm doing. I am doing okay. Uh, 
I will be processing this as it happens, but I'm working really hard and doing a pretty good job of it, I must say, at staying in the present. So I'm not thinking ahead. I'm not, I'm not panicking about how long I have with Louise. I'm really just focusing on the now. And that's all I can do. And that's all any of us can do, really, is focus on the now. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up there, I think. I think that's a good update. But stay tuned. We are back on a weekly schedule. You will have episodes every week through till some point in the year. And then we'll do another break and then come back. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening. Thank you again for joining me on this ride. I'm so grateful that you listen to the podcast. I'm so grateful that you enjoy hearing about my story and I'm so incredibly grateful for all of the messages that I get after these episodes. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And please, if you are about to follow me on Instagram, remember it's at Nick Ginsburg, <laughs> pop me a direct message, send me an inbox, let me know who you are, where you're from, all of that. I would love to hear because I want us to create a, a really a community and a family around this podcast and that we can, we can have an open dialogue because this is a very one way platform. So you get to hear me speak. I don't get to hear any of you. So please make sure you reach out. All right. Enjoy whatever it is that you're doing. If you're driving to work, if you're driving home, please make sure you're being safe and I will talk to you in the next episode. See you later.